So I have, I guess we'll start the show proper here. Um, jeez. Okay. Oh, we should actually introduce ourselves then, because we changed formats here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, this is a fun fact. Okay. Uh, welcome. <laughs> okay, I'll explain in a minute. Jeez. <laughs> oh, this uh, is a fun fact. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this episode of But You're Wrong. I am Keith Padello. I'm Greg Nicola. And, uh, Greg, we're going to start off with some news today. Okay. Some news. Uh, Rachel woke me up and, uh, and shared this because she saw it on the news, and then I found a little news article. Um, let's see. I won't read the headline quite yet. Um, if you're an old-time Jerry Weber customer, you may remember him ringing up your purchase in his postal uniform. Uh, delivering mail was the Oakland native's day job in the mid-70s when he decided to open up a little used record store above a bar near the corner of Forbes Avenue and Craig Street. Uh-huh. Over the next several decades, he built that into the vinyl empire that is Jerry's Records. Regularly ranked oh. among the best record stores in the world. Jerry's sitting wow. up high on that cluttered counter. <laughs> yes, it is very cluttered. Wait, wait, wait. It says that? Yes. Jerry's sitting oh. up high on that cluttered counter. Nice. Sometimes barely visible behind the stacks of records. Has become as, as essentially Pittsburgh as sandwich fries, inclines, and calling someone a jag. Dash, dash, dash. They mean jag off. Uh, like instead of a I've never heard him smile. And then again, I'm not always there. So, all right. Um, wait, no, they don't. They never said said he smiled, did they? No, they don't say smiled. No, no, I don't think so. Okay. No. Um, let me back up here. They're, for they're a not second. being that misleading. No. So let me uh, uh, let me share my fun fact. There's a picture of him at the top of this article, and behind him, um, there is. A screen that so there are video cameras in the store. So I guess it is possible. Like if you get lost, eventually someone will come find you because <laughs> they'll be like, "That guy looks lost on the monitor." Yeah. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if he records them. It's maybe. Just, maybe. But yeah. No. That's. I, I've never. Oh, that's weird. I never noticed. It's probably. In the, I, it's probably like in that back office. Or no, you know uh, what I think yeah. it is? I think this picture is like... So I think the monitor is hidden by, behind a stack of records. Up at the front. I'm sure. <laughs> Along with everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the dead guy, a former employee, is just <laughs> behind there somewhere. Oh, God, yeah. There, there could be a body in there someplace. You just yeah. wouldn't... You never know. Uh, all right, here's where we get to the sad part. Um, he didn't die. Let me Let me clarify that right off the bat. Um, after Sunday, there's going to be a new guy sitting there, because after many years and little threats and rumors, the 69-year-old Weber is finally stepping away from the business. He'll have knee surgery next week, because he can barely walk these days, and then do two months of rehab before getting back to business. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to, as in he is coming back. I don't know. Is this just temporary? I thought he was just retiring. Oh. That's kind of what it sounded like at first. Um, I think he might be retiring, but I think he'll still, like, come back and work once in a while. Uh, he can't give it up. 
No. But like we said, like, he can't... He can't... Like, there's no way that you can just get rid of it. No. Um, Now, I don't know... Because we talked about this last episode, but it was like two weeks ago, our time. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you remember how many records we guessed there were? Oh. you edit the episodes, you might remember. I think we were saying, or at least... I don't know, we, we... I was saying like, uh, like maybe around two hundred thousand. I think you were saying a little bit more. Yeah, I said more. Or is it? Oh, Chris Grouser, a Minnesota native who moved to Pittsburgh ten years ago and has been working at Jerry's, is acquiring the approximately five hundred thousand records Damn. in the store right now. Wow! And I think I think I might have said like I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a million of them in there. Yeah, you did say that. Okay, so I'm not far off. Uh, Mr. Weber has another 500,000 at the warehouse in Swissville that for years he called home. Mm. Among those is his prized personal collection of about 20,000, which he plans to pare down by about three quarters. Jesus. Um, so he's he's gonna still keep five thousand records yeah. for himself. Uh, well, that's yeah. Good God! But listen to how he measures his record collection. If I have two feet of Ella Fitzgerald records, do I need two feet? No, I need about six inches. He measures them in height. Jesus Christ! Well, I, I would guess length. But I mean, same thing. Well, no, I, well, well, whatever. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're splitting hairs here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think he's smart enough that he wouldn't, you know, stack them on top of each other because over time that'll damage the records. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. He plans to sell off these records online and at local record fairs as Vinyl Man. Vinyl Man. Yeah. Um, Sounds kind of sexual. It does. Uh, But here's the thing. He's probably going to keep acquiring more. That's what he's been doing since he was a kid, and that's why the National Geographic show Taboo tried to psychoanalyze him as part of a hoarder segment in 2011. Really? Okay. We should try and find that. Yeah, seriously. Um, Okay. Well, what was what? What did they find? Uh, well, now it, it does that little star thing, and now it goes back in here. Uh, Mr. Weber doesn't have an answer. No one in his family was big on collecting things. He didn't grow up in a particularly musical household, and he never played an instrument. Although he says, "I can play some kazoo." Oh, me too. Yeah, uh, but no, I think he actually means the kazoo, not his dick. I don't know. Well, oh. <laughs> okay. Um, but ever since I was a kid, he says, I always had this uh, voracious appetite for listening to music. I used to beg my mom to stay up late and watch your hit parade. It was on at 10 o'clock on Saturday, I think. Mom, please, please. Okay, whatever. I was born with it, both a blessing and a curse. Hmm. Uh, when he was growing up in the 60s, the only place he knew of to buy records was the National Record Mart. Oh, uh, Dylan was that in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Um, 
Dylan would come out with a new album, and me and my buddy would run up to the record store and buy it, he says. We'd go home and listen to it five times, trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> well, first he had to and figure out still, what he was And we still are. <laughs> yeah, we had to figure out what he was saying first. Um, Highway 61 and all that. And we learned about all those great civil rights people we never would have learned about, unless he wrote a six-minute song about it. Uh, after a stint in the Army stationed in Augusta, Georgia, from 1969 yeah, buddy, yeah. Uh, to 1971, he came home and became a mail carrier. Um, a few years later, he came upon the Duda shop on South because... Du- <laughs> Duda. Duda? Yeah, D-O-O-D-A-H shop. Uh-huh, okay. Um, in Oakland, opened by Dan Charney which stocked science fiction and horror books and was just getting into records. Uh, And I went in there and said, this is fascinating, Mr. Weber says. He said, look, what I got here last week, I had 10 records. Now I have 300. He said, I don't pay much for them. I said, I'm going to do that. My buddy had a storeroom for $75 above his bar. I said, if I give you $75, I can have it. He said, it ain't doing me no good. That was the beginning of the Record Graveyard, a partnership with Jim Pedruzzi, a friend from the post office, in 1978. Uh, They acquired records from promo men who sold them extra copies, libraries that were unloading collections, and people trading in their classic rock albums, either because they had gotten into punk or, after 1985, because they were transferring to CDs. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Beatles, Stones. I kept buying these records and I was selling CDs, so I would give them a credit card for CDs. They would say, I can't listen to these records anymore, Jerry. They're too dull sounding. That's what record people like, is that warm, dull sound, not that flashy CD sound. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking old man. Not that flashy CD sound. Do you think he knows about MP3s? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. He, he's just finding out about him now, actually. The, the, the reporter told him. He's, uh, it's like, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 2? I didn't see the second one. Okay. Because um, there's, there's an MP3 player reference, actually, in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and actually, they choose the, uh, the Zune to use oh. it. <laughs> Nice. So, like, Jerry just found out about the Zune. Yeah, he, he might get one. Yeah. And then realize that it's unsupported. He's like, it can store a hundred songs. Whoa. Whoa. Um, uh, Mr. Weber, when, it's like, it's like he, he's leaving the store for the first time, and, like, he's going into the hospital, and he's going to see people with, like, uh, iPhones and stuff, and he's like, that's your phone, but you're listening to music on it? What is happening? <laughs> I want to go back. I like how it, it's almost as if uh, he, he just never leaves the store. Yeah. Like he's just always he doesn't understand what's going on outside <laughs> in the world. He's like the wet, he's like the West Pond hermit, but just with a record store. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I want to go back. You got to send gonna, me back. He's going to be like Brendan Fraser and fucking blast from the past when he comes out. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Weber went solo in the early 80s with Garbage Records 
which became Jerry's Records on Forbes Avenue in Oakland in the late 80s and then moved to Squirrel Hill in 1994. Over the years, it has become a mecca for record collectors. Um, among the people to walk through its cluttered hallway is Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin. Ooh. Um, I didn't even recognize him, Mr. Weber says with a laugh. There was a woman in here with her kids, and I had some of his albums here, and he signed them for them. He was a very nice guy, patted the kids on the head, and asked them if they like rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Plant sounds like an old man, too. Yeah, no shit. I wonder how long ago this was. Um, I don't know. Uh, Ben Folds who is fond of the old 78s, has been a regular. Mike Ness of Social Distortion has talked about shopping there. Uh, Let's see. I always... This is from uh, Mike Rock of the band Barons. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Barons. Yeah, Barons. That was a... I don't know... Okay, so I don't know if Barons was was like a chain, but there was a Barons drugstore in, like, my hometown... Yeah. So it was just like, I'm going to go to Barron's and pick up some drugs or whatever. Um, pick up some drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the band is named after. Uh, I always have a ton of out-of-town... Wait, isn't that his name? Oh, no, never mind, never mind, sorry. Yep, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I, I always have a ton of out-of-town bands and friends crashing with us, um, and it is definitely a must on the list if I am showing them around mm-hmm. town. Everyone is always blown away by the sheer volume at first. Then they end up spending hours getting lost in browsing before they find some unbelievable score. Yep. Uh, I went into Jerry's uh, when he was in Oakland, says Michael Klein, who owns the Shadyside Electronics store, Let's Make Music. I asked Jerry if he knew the name of the new Jules Shear record. He said that he thought Jules Shear's might be in a band, and the new record might be under a different name. So someone says to me, the name of the band is Reckless Sleepers. It was Jules Shear. I said, no, it's not you. Oh. What? Wait. Where is this going? Oh, Jules Shear, whoever that is, was there when this happened, I guess. Oh. So the guy, so Jules Shear says, the name of the band is Reckless Sleepers. And the guy didn't believe him. And then Jules Shear showed him his American Express card. Um, He was visiting his father who was recovering from knee surgery. (laughs) What? Who wrote this? (laughs) So he looked, and there it was. Jules played Rosebud that night and told that story. I don't know what's happening right now. What is he? What are they talking about? Okay, let's go back to what Jerry says. Um, One time, (laughs) one time at Jerry's, I stuck a flute in my ass. (laughs) One time, Jerry says, there was a guy here, and he bought some jazz records, and one of them was Paul Winter. He hands me the records, and I say, uh, he's appearing in town this weekend for free. He said, I know, I'm Paul Winter. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, Paul Winter was buying his own record? Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) Maybe it was one that, like, he didn't have or something. Um, That's odd. uh, As anyone who has ever opened a pack of baseball cards can imagine, part of the thrill of the game is never knowing what you're going to get. 
2012, Mr. Webber came across a 78 copy of Robert Johnson's I Believe I'll Dust My Broom in a box of water damage records. This amazing find was in good condition, one of only two he had ever seen. A year later, Jerry and his son Willie came across a rare Bogus Ben Covington 78 that they managed to trade to the legendary illustrator Robert Crumb uh, for a pen and ink drawing of Juice Jar Jerry and Whistler Willie. What the hell? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm thinking maybe I should start skipping ahead on this. Yeah, it's, it's like it's almost like a like a book that it was just like <laughs> Jerry just put in like all these like little anecdotes and stuff. Yeah, like, like they just talk it, about a, talk about memoirs. It's just <laughs> like the first part was interesting, but now we're just getting into weird anecdotes. <laughs> um, just the other day, while we were talking, he sh- was showing me two copies of the Velvet Underground and Nico album with the peelable. Warhol banana cover. That's rare. I know that. That makes sense to me. Mm. Um, along the way, he has acquired massive collections, none like the one that postponed his retirement five years ago. It belonged to a friend of his named Paul who died of a sudden heart attack. He had the most eclectic collection anywhere. I knew his wife. I went to his house. He was one of my best customers. One of Jim's Records' best customers. I don't know Jim's Records. He had people in all these stores ordering him imports from all over the world. I couldn't believe how many records he had in this little house in Morningside. I estimated 50,000 records. Jesus. I said, Nancy, this is overwhelming. I was thinking about retiring. I just put in a lockbox, $50,000 in $20 bills for my retirement. Oh, my God. Uh, I said, these are worth a lot more than that, but that's what I got. If you want to sell them to me, I'll go get that lockbox and hand it to you. Um, hopefully the IRS doesn't read this. I'm just like, wait a minute, what $50,000 in 2012? Um, she decided it was worth doing, and it took a crew of five helpers two and a half days to relocate them to his warehouse. Right. So it took... Oh, Jesus. Um, it sounds like such a pain in the dick. You have to rent, like, a tractor trailer. Yeah, jeez. Um, if I had taken rock records home, I wouldn't be standing here. I'd be out of business. Oh, he, he collects manly blues, roots, folk, and jazz recordings. Mm-hmm. Roots? Yeah. Like, roots music. Whatever that is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, I know the roots. Let's see. He thinks that uh, records are meant to be played rather than put behind glass or fetishized. (laughs) Okay. Um, Vinyl man. uh, Without a doubt, and I'm not making this up, he says, making people happy, including myself, by finding people records. Rescuing records is the noblest thing you can do. If you're driving home, if you see someone putting records out on the street, a box of records, take them home because you might not need them but you can always give them to Goodwill or something. So many records get ruined, and honestly, that really bothers me. Uh, so saving records is the noblest thing yeah. that well, you Well, he's Vinyl do. Man. He has to save well, I get, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, that's why Jerry Weber's collection and his semi-retirement is just as likely to grow as it is to contract. 
I'm going to try not to, he says, of buying more records. I really don't need any more records. But if I'm driving down the road and I see a garage sale or a road sale, what do you think I'm going to do? Hmm. I think he's going to buy records. I think he's uh, he's addicted. Yeah. Yeah, he has to. He, he wouldn't know what to do with himself if he didn't. Yeah, he'd be like, fuck. I need some records. Yeah. Um, can you hear... Like a back, like noise in the background. Mm, no. Okay. Because whatever yeah, my yeah. wife is watching on Netflix, I can like kind of hear, and every once in a while a laugh track pops up. I don't know what she's watching though. Oh no, I, I can't hear it. Okay. Um. So that's Jerry's. Wow. He's huh. going. He's going into semi-retirement. What kind of surgery was he having? Hip. Knee surgery. Knee, yeah. Knee surgery. Mm. All that sitting. Yeah, it takes its toll. All that yelling at the phone. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty big dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, think he, I don't think he moves all that much, so, you know, not getting, probably, probably not getting a ton of exercise back there. No. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, I mean, I think the best part about that article, which there was a lot of weird parts about the article, but the best part was that we found out approximately how many records he's gotten there. Yes. And your number was way under. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 500,000. And then he said he has, what? 500,000 in a warehouse. Oh, yeah. And then 20,000 of that is his personal collection. Is his personal Including, like, two feet of Ella Fitzgerald records. Apparently. Jesus. Which is a weird thing to have two feet of, I guess. I feel like. Yeah, it's a lot of... That's a lot of Ella Fitzgerald. It is a lot. That is a lot for anyone to have of any, any artist, you know? Like, there's probably not a lot of artists where there's that many records of them, you know, where you can say, unless they're, he's got repeats, but he you must think have he would have sold them. Well, yeah, maybe he does. I don't know. I mean, I have, I don't even think I have two feet of Elvis Costello records, and I think I have everything that's available on vinyl for him. Yeah. I mean, not counting, like, rare imports and stuff. Well, I mean, two feet worth, I mean, that would be... I mean, God. I mean, how many records would that be? You're talking like, ah, uh, fifty? No, more. Probably more. Fifty, sixty records. Uh, yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. Hmm. That's a lot. Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, so you had a story that leads into one of my stories. To fits into one of my stories here. Um, oh, okay. So let me let me share my story here because I I don't know if I've talked about my eyebrows on the show yet. I you, we don't think so. I um, don't think so. No. I may have mentioned it the first time it happened, but it's happened again. When okay. I go to get my hair cut, and they're 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 cutting they're cutting my hair. At some point, the the girl has the different girls have all said, do you want me to trim your eyebrows? Uh-huh. 
And I didn't think mm-hmm. that there was anything wrong with my eyebrows until yeah. now. Now mm. I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking. Should I be getting my eyebrows trimmed? Well, did this just happen again, and it, that's why you're did. thinking about it? It did. Last time I got my hair cut, mm. like the last three times, different girls, and it was never brought up before. And then all of a sudden they started saying, "Do you want me to trim your eyebrows?" Now, mm. I don't know if it's like a like a would you like to supersize that kind of question. And they're just told yeah. to like to ask that to everybody, or if hmm. there's something fucked up with my eyebrows. Now I will say, I do occasionally notice just a wacky hair growing out of my eyebrows. Yeah, in the a wa- like a like a rogue, a rogue yeah. hair. Yeah, like I, you know, you get those rogue hairs sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just rip it out. Yeah, but nothing where I'm like. It's not like I got, like, Yoda eyebrows or anything, where they're just yeah. like, all, like, bushy and everything, and they definitely need trimmed. I mean, they're a little thick, but I think that – I thought that was fine. Now I don't know. I, I've never really – like, I don't know. I mean, you look at people and you're like, you know, that if, if – I feel like I don't notice people's eyebrows that much, but if they were really big – I would probably notice, like, you know, you look at Martin Scorsese and you're like, Jesus Christ, look at those eyebrows. Yes. But, like, I feel like that they'd have to be bad for me to, like, really notice. Um, so, I, I I mean, I'm trying to think of your eyebrows. Like, I, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, how bad, how big could they be or how bad could they be? Because I've never even thought about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I mean... I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, that's interesting, though. I've never been asked that. Yeah. Once in a while. Mine are pretty thick. Once in a while. And I get, I get the, you know, you get the, now at this point, you know, we're not we're not old men, but we're getting older. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you're, we're getting the random eyebrow hair, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we're, things we're, are going to start creeping. We're getting, you know, we're getting a little, maybe a little extra longer nose hair. Oh, yeah. So you got to stay on top of that. You're getting the, you're getting the, the hair on the outside of your ear. Oh, it's going a little rogue. I hate that. Like that, that random, like one little hair that'll be growing up, like from your ear. Yeah. You, I mean, you get them like, in, you get the random rogue long inner ear hair. Like like right around the you know that little thing right there whatever that's called. Oh yeah yeah. Um, but then you also yeah you get the ones like on the outside of the ear, or the long one by the lobe, and you're like okay I gotta take care of this. And I've been getting my hair cut before when they're like you know got the little trimmer and they're trimming everything up or they're doing around the the ear, you know they'll run it along the outside. I'm fine yeah. with that. Like I I oh, yeah, know. Yeah. But then they're like, do you want to get your eyebrows trimmed today? No. No, do do I need it? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's. I should that's ask. Interesting. You know what? Next time, and the first time I was just thrown off by the question, and then now I'm like, I don't. Do I need to? I don't. But should be like, uh, would you if you were me? Yeah, like I. Ne- I think next time I should be like, why do you ask? Yeah, and then maybe she'll be like, oh well, they just want us to ask everybody, or she'll be like. Those are, like, thick, I mean, <laughs> those are some thick motherfuckers. It looks like I you mean, got come cat- on. Yeah, it looks like you got caterpillars hanging out above your eyes. 
And I'd be right. like, fuck, really? And they're like, I don't know. that's real fucked up. And then I'm like, but if I trim him, like, is that just something I'm going to have to do now? Mm. Yeah. Is that a road you really want to go down? Yeah. Is this just like, like, is it going to be like the Seinfeld shave in the chest thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> I know it's an asymmetry in my chest hair. <laughs> and I tried to level it out and before I knew it, gone. <laughs> Jerry, you can't do that. You know it's going to throw it, grow in thicker and darker every time. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have to have to do that. Uh, by the way, anybody out there um, listening that likes Seinfeld, um, you may get a little kick out of this. Um, there's a, a, I don't know, a conglomerate now, I guess you could call it Nerdist. Mm. Um, but they have a show on there called Talking Tunes, um, which I think has like the voiceover guys on it and stuff. But there is a video on Facebook, and it's the four guys that did the voices for the Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And they read the section of the contest where they come up with the contest. As the Ninja Turtles. Weird. Yeah, it, it is weird, but it's kind of entertaining. That is, that's strange. Yeah. Huh. Um. So yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I think next time, next time, maybe I'll, if I'm, if I'm feeling in the mood, I will ask them, why do I need it? In the mood. Yeah. Why do you ask? If I feel yes. like I want to know the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. I mean, what's yeah. the worst thing they're going to say? Your eyebrows are a little big. Yeah, your eyebrows are fucked, dude. Yeah. But you're going to be thinking that anyways just because they've been asked. Yeah, just because they planted this in my head. Right. But yeah, then... F- fucking with you. If I get my eyebrows done then and I come home, like, what's my wife going to say? She's going to be like, what, what happened? And like, what if they eh. fuck it up? Well, you'd hope not. Then I got to, like, pencil in my eyebrows like my... Elementary school gym teacher did. Oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> yeah, you, you you know what you can do. You can get um, you can get tattoo uh, eyebrows. Yeah, but what if they fuck that up and then I always look surprised? Yeah, you'd be like Uncle Leo. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So speaking speaking of getting some things done to make yourself yeah. look pretty. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you get that? Uh, well, Greg, I'm just saying. I I heard you. I, I saw on Snapchat that you you did something. Oh, I you went I you went and got a little work done. That work? <laughs> okay, not work. You didn't get a little work done. <laughs> oh wait, it was nothing, Keith. You know, you got calf implants. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> calf implants. Um. No, I mean, I went and got a little uh, a manicure, pedicure. Okay, hang on. I just want to point out, in the text, you told me I got a mani-pedi. <laughs> I, oh, I did, I did. Well, but I no, assume but, that was just to save characters in the text. Well, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, we, well, so, I, I guess Hako goes with Liz. And <laughs> okay. Does it. Okay. And... You know, he was like, he was telling me about the, the 
you know how how it's good and he likes it and you know they do like the the massage kind of part of it and you know that did you uh, do the massage part of it huh did you do the massage part of it the feet the feet oh they do massage? like a feet massage okay all right yeah yeah right. they you know and you put you in the they put it in the water and they do a trim and then you know the, they do they have the little you know, fish no no no, oh. no fish that's the one thing I like. I want to. I, I the only thing that I really want to do with a pedicure is I so badly want to do the fish thing. Really? I, I just want to. I just want to experience it. I just want to feel what it's like to have fish eat dead skin off my feet. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, there is some s- concerns that it's not sanitary, but I feel like if I have no open wounds, then like, you know, it should be fine. You would think, but yeah. No, 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 no fish. Okay, it's just a like a little bath. Now, how did and, and it's a uh, also the chair is like one of those massaging chairs Ooh. too. Okay, yeah. so he so he goes with his wife. Yes, and is that like was how did that start? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I never really asked. I didn't. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know if she just like convinced him or I, I don't know or maybe i don't know if he had ever been before but yeah no so he was talking about it and okay. well, Hawka, I, I know you're listening yeah and i was like you know what i'll go i will go too so i uh, i went it was it was good it was uh wait how much it was 30 bucks you know 30 like 30 bucks for the manning and the petty yeah that's not bad yeah they just uh you know they, they gave me a little clear coat on my uh, on my fingernails. Oh, did they? Yes. Yeah, they're shiny. They gave you the, like just the clear nail polish. Yeah. <laughs> did Hako get that as well? He did. <laughs> okay. He also he also got sparkly nail polish on his toes. Okay. Yeah, that was a little uh, a little. I I, I I wasn't going that far. No, no. Did yeah. you ever did you ever get nail polish put on? No. Okay. No, never. So uh, it was. It was interesting. It was definitely interesting. It wasn't bad though. I also had stopped at the bar before. Okay. So you know, I had a couple of beverages. So I was feeling pretty good too. <laughs> so <laughs> why the why the clear coat though? No, I think it like just protects them, like. Okay. Like what they did, you know. Like I don't know. It's like because okay. they buff them down and all this. Like it, it's like uh, like putting a little enamel on. You know. Now, did they uh, protect the protect the work? Okay. Um, so did they? What's the what's the pedicure process like? Because I'm gonna tell you something. I got some rough feet. Rough feet. I got some rough feet. You a lot of you like uh, bunions? Not bunions. Well, maybe a bunion. What's a bunion? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not you, really sure what a bunion I'll is. I'll tell you this. I got some I got some, some toughness on the toughness? on the sole of my feet. Oh yeah. You know? Sometimes it gets real bad. Sometimes it's like uh it's like body armor. Mm. Oh um, yeah. And then up by the up up on the side of my toe, my big toe on both sides, I got some uh like a callus? Yeah, got, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I got oh. I got like a real callus up there. Since, so yeah, like Hako did too. I I don't. So do they just like soak your feet a little bit and then go in with like a like an orbital sander and and sand that down? 
<laughs> yeah, basically. No, they, uh, so yeah, you, you go, like, the first thing you do is the, the feet, and you go and you, they, you put your feet in the water, and then they, they cut your nails, and then they kind of, uh, what's the thing? I don't know. They use, like, the, the emery board thing to, like, you know, buff them, buff them down or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, they'll, they, they take, it looks like a cheese grater, uh, <laughs> And uh, and they 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 do the bottom of your feet, okay. You know, get rid of some of the dead skin and all that stuff. You soak a little bit more, and then they do like um, some other. Oh, what else do they do? I forget. But then they they uh, uh, they do like lotion. And they do like a little a little massage type dealy, and okay. then uh, yeah, and you can then you can get any them painted if you want. Okay. Uh, I I chose to skip that. Did they put the clear coat on your toenails as well? No, no, okay. no. I think I could have asked, but no, no, no need. Okay. No need. Yeah. I mean, I guess it wouldn't have mattered because no one's really gonna see them. But okay. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 That's why I've had I've had uh, nail polish on my toes before. Oh really? Yeah, I think only on my big toe. I don't think I got all my toes. I think because I, I think it was up in Boston, maybe. Um, Rachel and I were hanging out and we were drinking, and she was like, "I want to paint your toenails," and I was like, "No." Jesus. And she was like, "No, let me paint your toenails." I was like, "No." She's like, "Please," and I said, "You can paint my big toe." Uh, What color? Black. Uh, Yeah, no, I've never, never had any sort of like nail color polish stuff on you know this was this was a this was a first that was yeah for, I, for any of this stuff i may i'm i may get a pedicure just to get my feet kind of nice yeah, i mean you know it felt good because sometimes feel- sometimes they get so rough on the bottom then like they're they're like catching on the on the sheets and stuff like when they get dry <laughs> and crackly you know really yeah they can get wow. pretty bad sometimes they're not too bad now I it's uh wow, it sounds like maybe you should. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I should. Yeah. Now let yeah. me ask you let me ask you this. Asian? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Qu- Quincy. They really uh, you know now you get the the full treatment. Were they were they talking to you? They talked to us, yeah. But okay. they also talked amongst themselves a little bit, so it was a little in bit their, like Seinfeld. In their native language? Were you like Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Which, and I was yeah, I was. I was sitting there. I'm like, uh, I wonder if they're talking about us. Yeah, did you hear like, uh, like, uh, mushy mushy eyebrows? <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't. You know, I, I don't think that they really were. They, they were pretty quiet. Okay. One, one lady. The my lady, she did talk to me a little bit. Asked me about where I live and stuff like yeah, that. But. Yeah. Did you, did you ask her anything about you? Oh, about, about her? her? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I did not ask her about me. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because she has asked me where I live and this and that, and, and so I, yeah, I just asked her where she lives, whatever. You know, just it's like, uh, you know, just just to make conversation. It's yeah. like you're doing this thing. You're like doing my fucking feet and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just kind of humor you a little bit. Yeah. Do you now when you're getting uh, when you're getting a haircut? Do you, do you talk to the person? Do you well? Let me ask you this. Actually, do you have like a regular person that you go to for a haircut? Well, so I have a reg- I have a guy that I've been going to my entire life, but he is in Quincy, so 
I actually, funny you mention it, I went yesterday morning before the, the Manny Petty. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, we talk because, like, he's, you know, I've known, I know yeah. him longer than most people I know. And, um, but, like, because it's in Quincy, like, I don't, I don't typically go anymore just because it's a pain in the ass. Right. So I'll go to a place out here. And yeah, I kind of talk to them. Like they're always like trying to like have a conversation, you know. I mean, it must be boring to just cut hair and not talk to the person. So yeah, I mean, I I try, you know. I don't I don't talk too much, but you know, I'll have a little bit of a back and forth. Yeah, I think I I gotta, I, I think I gotta find like a like a barber shop. Yeah, why? Where do you go? I go I, I go uh, from Testic Sam's Hair Salon. Fantastic Sam's. Yeah. What? Who, is that where Rachel goes? Uh, she did go there. Yeah. Um. Now she, she. I think she has a better place to go. Oh. Um. But like I, I, I just need. I just need a haircut. I don't need anything fancy. Yeah. Um. And like it's close by, and like they do for the most part. Most of them do a fine job. Some are better mm. than others. So, but like, some sometimes they'll like try to talk to me, and like I'll give them kind of answers and stuff, and be like, "What about you?" And they give me like a rough answer, and then we just sit in silence for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> happened to me where it's like they they'll say something, they'll be like, "Oh, you you know, you live around here?" And it's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah. you know." And it's like there's like a back and forth for like a minute. And yeah. then it's like, all right, I've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, they'll person. be like, oh, are you uh, y'all from work today? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Where do you work at? And I tell them, and they're like, oh, cool. Cool. And, <laughs> I can't, and then I can't be like, so where do you work? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I know. And then I'm like trying to like think, I'm like, how engage, Like, how, how much do I want to be engaged in this conversation? Yeah, 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 like. Yeah, yeah. Do I do I care enough to keep going here? Yeah, because I'll be like sometimes they'll be like, so how was your weekend? Depending on when it is, they'll be like, how was your weekend? I'll be like, it's fine, you know, just um, I had to work Did a stuff. little bit, and then I, you know, I just watched TV. Didn't really, I mean, I don't really do anything. I'll be like, oh, okay, all right. How was your weekend? <laughs> oh, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I had to work some yeah. too. Okay, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Put your head down? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Till forward, please. Yeah, Till forward, please. Look down. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Rounded like... or square in the back? <laughs> oh, they give you an option? Oh, yeah. 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 You, don't, you don't get the option? No. No. <laughs> in Massachusetts, we have both kinds of haircuts. Rounded and square. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Exactly. But yeah, it's just like, oh, okay. But yeah, get you get to the point and you're just like, I don't know what to talk about. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can tell you, it's kind of like uh, how, you know, me, me and this person are not really going to have much in common, most yeah. likely. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it's like some, some like 22-year-old chick that like, you know, barely graduated high school and it's like, well, I mean, not that I should talk, but be like, well, you graduated high school. Well, no, I know, but... Um, <laughs> you went to college. Should, well, yeah, but I'd be like... Anyways, so, uh, 
no, it's like, what the hell are we going to talk about? But, yeah, wait, whatever. What are, you, what are you guys going to talk about? You guys talking about, yeah. going to talk about the socks? She probably doesn't care. Yeah, maybe not. She I probably has a pink red socks hat, and that's it. Yeah, maybe. With fraud. Yeah. Oh, my cat is not happy. When is she Hang happy? Gabby, you want to you wanna say something? Speak. Did you catch that? Was that really the cat? Yeah, that was really the cat. Jesus Christ. Cappy is always angry. Cappy's first appearance on the podcast. Do you want to, like, go out? Do you want me to open the door? Is that what you want? Hang on. Nope, you're just going to sit there and cry? All right. All right, well, that's good, because I, I got I to gotta start to get ready. We're going to, uh, we're going to Rumors. It's some yeah. Neil Simon play. Oh, very nice. It's a comedy, though, so it should be funny. Good, good. Yeah, I'm going to definitely take a nap. Yeah, I was going to say, you need a nap, sir. Yeah. But, all right, cool. Uh, this is Ben, but you're wrong. I'm Keith Padilla. I'm Greg DiNicola. Remember, everyone, no regrets and pedicures are not the test. Contact's the test. Contact's the test.